I do appreciate this opportunity. And whenever I brought this up to Ron, it was about, I think it was maybe not quite four months ago. And I just had it in my brain that this is what I needed to talk about. And then we couldn't get it on the calendar until now. And so then leading up to this, I was like, in one of those places where I thought, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know how to work the steps. I don't know anything about progressive recovery. I don't know anything about living the amended life, and which of course is not true. It's just what my ego does when I think that I'm important. Um, and so here we are tonight. And what it did was it um, it helped me even more so get back in the steps. And, and what I'm going to talk about tonight is largely like current, like current day, like today, what is living the amended life look like for me today? And um, the place that I want to start is how, like, just just briefly to go over how, like, whenever I got into 12-step recovery, I thought that step nine was just about apologizing and um, making amends for the bad things that I had done. And and that starting point for me was, um, I, I don't want to say it was entirely unuseful, but it was largely unuseful um, because I didn't have a clear idea of what I was uh, what I was amending, um, what was, what was being mended. And so, you know, I was told to use the, the, my fourth step list and, you know, go to the people that are on my fourth step list and, you know, ask them how I could, how I could make it right and, and apologize if necessary. Um, the issue was I wasn't clear on my fourth step. So like, if I'm going to use my fourth step list to do my amends, but I'm not actually clear on my, on my, my part in the fourth step, then my amends aren't going to make any sense. And that's exactly what it felt like to me. I felt like my step nine amends did not make sense. Like I was just going through the motions because that's what people, you know, my sponsor told me to do and what people, and, and, and it served, I mean, I stayed, you know, at, you know, I stayed in the program and stayed sober and, and did the deal, but it wasn't much more useful than that. Just to, you know, just to, just to keep hanging around. So what happened for me was um, whenever I started working the steps at a deeper level and got a clearer idea of my my part in the fourth step, which is typically just my old idea. That's that's what my part is. Sometimes there's something I have done that's part of my part, but most of the time it's my old idea that's causing my disturbance in the first place. And um, and I finally got my head wrapped around that. Um, and then several years ago, um, in you know one of the iterations that I was reading through the the um, the 12 and 12 from AA step eight jumped out at me like um, I mean step eight and the 12 and 12 became one of my favorite you know parts of the of all the literature of all the 12 step programs I've ever been involved in so I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs I'm not going to read a lot but just a couple paragraphs that really just like rocked my world um so, okay. In many instances, we shall find that though the harm done others has not been great, the emotional harm we have done ourselves has. Very deep, sometimes quite forgotten, damaging emotional conflicts persist below the level of consciousness. At the time of these occurrences, they may have, act they may have actually given our emotions violent twists, which have since discolored our personalities and altered our lives for the worse. While the purpose of making restitution to others is paramount, it is equally necessary that we extricate from an examination of our personal relations every bit of information about ourselves and our fundamental difficulties that we can. No field of investigation could yield more satisfying and valuable, valuable rewards than this one. Calm, thoughtful reflection upon personal relations can deepen our insight. We can go far beyond these things which are superficially wrong with us. 
to see those flaws which were basic, flaws which sometimes were responsible for the whole pattern of our lives. And so um, that's in step eight. I, I feel like the argument could be made that that could be in step four, but it's in step eight. Um, and so what that like, what I draw from that is that when I'm making these amends to people, it's not about um, it's not about actions I've taken or ways in which I have harmed people directly. For the most part, most of the time today, my step nine amends is about um, inward amends in for, for ways that I've harmed myself. And, um, and that's, that's where living the amended life comes in. That's not to say that other people aren't like, you know, involved directly or indirectly sometimes with that. Um, that's certainly the case. By virtue of doing the amends through this lens though, those amends can't not be made to other people because I'm living a different way than I was before. And again, like I'll, I'll address something directly if I need to. Um, lots of times I don't need to. Lots of times it, it pours forth for me. And I do want to make the distinction, too, that um, a lot of times when I'm practice, practicing steps eight and nine, um, there's a there's a difference for me between um, when I am doing my best to live an amended life versus when higher power has actually like cleaned up the stuff inside of me so thoroughly that I'm just it just pours forth for me. So the amends. So it's like there are times where I do my best to live the amended life. And there are times where the bullshit inside of me has been cleaned up in such a way that my amended life just happens. It just pours forth for me. So, so I do, I do kind of make that distinction. I don't know whether or not that's important, but that's a distinction that I make. So, um, so the, the thing that that's um, kind of low level and easy for me to talk about, to share about from my personal experience is my addiction to busyness, not to business, but to busyness, to being busy. I'll never forget my first sponsor when I was probably less than a year sober asked me, she said, Amy, why do you have to be so busy all the time? And I was like, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. And then my next thought is, but why is that a problem? She could see the problem. I couldn't see the problem. Uh, I can see it today. Um, so, but I, but I, I use busyness to um, it's, it gives me a lot of reward. So I get to, um, escape the present. So I don't have to be with myself and it is so widely approved of in our society. So like being busy all the time, society's like, you go girl, get it done, you know, do more. And, um, <laughs> um, so I get approved, I get to escape the present, I get approval and I get attention. And so it's like many fold serves me in, in many different ways. Um, so the busyness is like the top layer of the, um, what's going on and, and below that are the actions that I, that I take to address the old idea. So that's where the busyness comes from. Um, and then at the bottom of that, the, at the heart of it is my old idea and 99 times out of a hundred, the old idea from which I'm operating is I'm not loved. I must there, therefore do something to make up for that. So busy, being busy is the perfect antidote to that or so thinks my ego um, so the longer I've stayed in the intel step recovery um, the more and more aware I have become of that and the more and more unmanageable it has made my life um, I've become you know aware of how I'm not present with people I'm not present for my own life my um, it affects my health 
it's um and it's just generally uncomfortable and like the longer i stay sober it's like the less able i am to stay uncomfortable <laughs> so um i keep working the steps on this and, and that's what's happening now like it was happening today and so um you know, I have to thank you guys for letting me give this talk tonight because like, because I was doing this talk tonight, I've been very intentionally gave myself some living, some living amends self-care today because of this. So that at the very least I could report to you that I had done that today, which maybe I would have done it anyways, but at least I can, <laughs> at least I can say it's true today. Um, so the, the busyness um, is, you know, looks like, you know, I must be everything to everyone everywhere all the time. Um, I must keep a perfectly clean house and yard. I must be completely prepared all the time for whatever comes up. Um, and I must, I must have every single minute planned. Um, and I will only be okay when all those things are done. That's what my, that's what my disease tells me. Um, and again, like I said, it's quite a payoff. It's quite a payoff. It has the appearance of working a lot of times. Um, so, so then the question is, how do I, so like, I see that, I see my old idea. I see the actions that I'm taking. Um, and this is where, you know, higher power has to come in to help me. And in the meantime, while I'm like doing the awareness work and paying attention, um, what does it possibly look like for me to live the amended life? Um, so just real quick today, what it looks like was um, when I got off of work, I took a nap. That was what self-care amended living looked like for me today. Instead of continuing to engage in the busyness, I was able to actually lay down and take a nap for an hour. And then I fixed myself dinner and here I am. Um, if, if I wasn't able to do that, it would have been, I would have been completely in my head and I would have been continuing to plan and obsess about emails that I have to check, my calendar items, all the things that I use to escape. Um, so it's really, it's like a drug. Busyness is very much like a drug for me. Um, once that gets going in my head, I cannot stop it. Like higher power has to come in. The steps have to come in. Um, I don't, I don't seem to have access to power to do, to fix myself in that way. So that's why I need the steps. Um, so how do I make the amends? If the old idea is I'm not loved and the amends is to be made right, then the ultimate amends is being true to myself and giving myself that love, giving myself that love that I don't believe that I have externally. That's, that's the ultimate amends to myself. Um, and so of course, like in the meantime, there are certainly actions that I can take and questions that I can ask myself. One of the things I've been using, uh, actually since Ron and I had this conversation last weekend was, um, does it feel like a burden, um, which is a big one for me. And this is, you know, again, specific to me, but just, um, giving examples. Um, and I'm like, I got to tell you, like when I'm doing this work, it takes a lot of trust in higher power. So six and seven, it takes a lot of trust, a lot of trust in higher power for me to at least try to do something different. So when I'm talking about living the amended life, it is absolutely terrifying some of the time because like my disease, my, my ego thinks that if I just do more, I will finally get what I want and what I need. I'll finally like feel good. And never was there enough of what I thought I wanted. It'll never be enough is what I'm, is what I'm continuing to learn. Um, and so of course, like I continue to ask higher power to, to, um, to direct my thoughts and, um, and help me. It's like, it's like one of those like on my knees kind of like higher power help me. I, I cannot do this. Um, and then asking myself, 
over and over and over again, what is it that I need in this moment? Not what is it that I need on Saturday? Not what is it that I need from you? What is it that I need to give myself in this moment? Um, and for me, that's like one of the hardest questions that I like, ever have to ask myself. So it's a practice for me um, over and over and over again. And thank goodness that the steps are not meant to be, for me, they're not meant to be done ever. Um, Cause if that was the case then I would be completely screwed. So um, the, the picture that I have in my head of what, and the experience that I've had occasionally um, is, is that the, the result of doing this work is absolute freedom. Um, freedom to do actually whatever I want to do, which is um, also terrifying, you know, um, because that's not what my ego likes. So um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and and turn the meeting over, but I really appreciate the opportunity to do this and the opportunity to talk about this stuff. It's um, it's certainly progressive and it is quite the process and the journey for me. So thank you guys for being here tonight and thanks for letting me to, to be a part of this group.